0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Hour of Healing, where each week we have conversations on life-changing and thought-provoking topics that are engineered to bring you healing no matter what aspect of life or stage of life you might be in. Friends, it's an honor to have you here because today we have a great one for you. We are having a conversation on the topic that I call Not So Lucky, a conversation on God's Providence. And our guest today, dear friends, is a very, very special mentor, father, teacher. He is in the person of the Right Reverend Professor Emmanuel Wailati. Friends, he is the Bishop of the Methodist Church, Ghana, North America diocese. He is currently a professor at Emory and he is a personal mentor and father uh, of mine. Friends, he is a very knowledgeable and intelligent and wise man. I mean, the years that by God's grace I've been able to spend under his feet have only yielded great, great results. He is an author of many, many, many books, the titles of which, friends, I can't say them all here on the platform. But I will urge you to look him up and also grab a hold of some of his books, he is in the person of the right reverend Professor Emmanuel Wailati. Friends, it would be great for us to be able to have a conversation with him today. So, Bishop, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you very much. It's a delight and a joy to be here with you.
0: Absolutely,
1: absolutely. So we are having a conversation
0: on the providence of God. And um, this topic, uh, honestly, uh, I have uh, full disclosure, a few, uh, I believe it was a year or two ago, you were in Ghana and you had an interview um, about your life and how things have uh, in a way gone in your life or been orchestrated. Now, we had had a conversation about having a discussion on this platform, and so I had, been listening to your video and I asked myself, who else is in the best position to be able to talk about this topic that God has laid on my heart for several months now about a discussion on chance, luck, and providence in our lives today? You know, many times uh, people that we meet in our, our walk of life do say to me that, oh, wow, Joe, aren't you just so lucky? And I sat down and I asked myself, is it really about me being lucky or is it just the providence of God that every step of the way I have seen the goodness of God go before me to orchestrate things and to put things in order? So, friends, this is what we are talking about today. So we're not going to waste too much time because he has a lot of wisdom and grace to impact to us today. So, Bishop, please, can you tell us about God's providence? Let's set the foundation for this conversation.
1: I think it's one of the most significant themes or the most important ways of understanding ourselves as human beings mm. uh, and our, the fact that we are created by an all-loving and all-powerful God. Mm. I think that notions of providence uh underlie all of this you know i mean that we are created in the image of god that we are human beings that are alive we live and move mm. and have our being as uh as paul uh said uh, we have a we are alive we have our being through the providence of god
0: mm.
1: so the i think the first thing is to understand uh, providence is to understand being is to understand that you know we we would not be mm. but for the providence of God, wow. you know even even our our creation. Now you know, and many many people know just the the miracle of coming together of those elements that produce any human being you know from and, and you know the, the, the millions right
0: Correct.
1: <laughs> that of, of sperm that is, uh, uh, you know and then the fact is one Correct. fertilizes one particular uh, um, ovum and then we, we have uh, we have us so yeah. so from cre- uh, that we are created in and that we are who we are is evidence, and uh, you know that is one of for me that is one of the most crucial things. Wow! To 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 you know to 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 take it a little further, just you know to set the the parameters. You know, Absolutely. I I I love to to go look at uh, some catechisms. You know, <laughs> uh, the, the, some of them because it's those catechisms actually give us some of the Basic understandings, mm. you know. So as I, as I thought about this, I, I was directed to an old catechism. It's the Heidelberg Catechism. Is this is a, um, a a gathering of Christians in the 16th mm. century, right? Mm. Who are trying to formulate in simple language, you know, the 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 basic teachings about God, and and so. The Heidelberg uh, Catechism, uh, you know, this is, uh, you know, fifteen sixty three, if you will, (laughs) you know, but 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 just just listen to the way in which uh, the Heidelberg uh, uh, Catechism answers uh, this is question twenty seven is what do you understand by the providence of God, Mm. Mm. and here's the answer, the Almighty everywhere present power of God, whereby, as it were, by his hand, he still upholds heaven and earth with all creatures, and so governs them that herbs and grass, rain and drought, fruitful and barren years, meat and drink, health and sickness, riches and poverty, indeed all things, Mm. come not by chance wow but by his fatherly hand wow wow I, you know i couldn't i couldn't have said it any <laughs> any better you know it's not luck it's not chance oh goodness it's god's providence wow wow well dear listeners
0: This is just the foundation. And as I told you, you are in for a treat today. It's not by chance, but the sovereign God's own doing. There's no luck in it, as Bishop uh, just um, explained to us. Thank you so much for that loaded foundation. I believe that throughout our conversation today, uh, by the grace of God, we will do our very best to try to uh, kind of distill this down and uh, see how much this will bring healing to us and our listeners um, worldwide. So um, in that sense, uh, based on um, uh, 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 this, then uh, 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 Bishop, the question that I will ask is, how does the concept of providence um, relate with our human free will, uh, in
1: a a sense? So, you know, this is the, again, the beauty of the creation of God, mm. the beauty of the providence of God manifest in creation, that God gives to his creation, especially human uh, beings created in his image. He gives to us free will, mm. he gives to us. You know, in a sense, understanding and volition. We can choose. You see, now, this is is crucial to our identity. Mm, It's crucial to our being. As as I've said, providence is crucial to our being. Free will is crucial to our identity. You know, it is the fact that we have free will that gives us our independence that gives us our identity as human beings. Mm. You see, you see, if we didn't have free will, if we could not choose for ourselves, mm. then there would be no basis, there could be no basis of anybody or anything saying that uh, this is right or this is wrong. Mm. Right, mm. or that uh, this is uh, that a person can be culpable. In other words, a person can be held responsible, Correct. for anything because you know because uh, we would be programmed. <laughs> we would be mm. we would just do as we are programmed. Mm. You like know, robots. yeah. You see, so 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 that would immediately undermine any sense of a moral universe or any sense of a universe in which people are created in the image of God. God wills. God has free will. God has, wow. you know, God makes those decisions. Absolutely. You know, So if we are created in the image of God and we don't have also free will and all of that, then in a sense, it's a contradiction. That go- Then it's a contradiction to claim that God created us, in god's image wow. You know? wow so 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 that's that's it and you know there are a number of implications you know the the uh, uh, i think the principal one that uh, is relevant to the providence of god is the fact that we have the choice mm. as to whether we are going to do what uh, we believe God is asking us to do mm. or not. Wow. And God does not force God's self on anyone. Wow. Wow. Well, listeners, if you did not have
0: free will, it will be inconsistent with the nature of God. I right. hope we did get that uh, clear. And um, thank you so much, uh, is it, uh, Bishop, um, to relate free will to our being and also our being to providence. I've always related free will to our being, but not to providence. And so I think that is a very, very um, uh, impactful uh, statement and explanation that you gave us. God bless you so much for that. So um, I I will go ahead and ask this question because the very moment you talk about providence with anyone, especially in the church today, the first thing they talk about is pain and suffering. And so how does our belief in God's providence make it compatible with this existence of pain and evil in our world
1: today? Yeah, that is one one of the uh, most... Uh, intractable, and long-standing uh, <laughs> debates that have, uh, even pre, pre-Christian, pre you know, uh, mm. it's almost like as long as there have been humanity and people have <laughs> thought about things, they have asked themselves, why is there pain? Why is there suffering? Why? Mm. I mean, and then uh, when we begin to talk about God as being all-powerful, God right. as being loving, God as being all of those o- o- omni things that we say about God, you know, then, then the question of suffering and evil and, and all of that, you know, comes in. Right. Um, now, a number of distinctions are important here. We make a distinction between what we call natural evil uh, mm. in, right, in nature you know, things that are catastrophic, earthquakes, floods, you know, these things that happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of them in this day and age, uh, human, uh, uh, (laughs) you know, humanity humanity has has sometimes a part to play in it, you know, (laughs) but, uh, you know, uh, and some of our our misdeeds, but we we do make that distinction. We do make the distinction between that. And then, what is described as moral evil are you know, choices, you know, like Hitler decides to, you know, exterminate Jews, you know, or, you know, somebody decides to, you know, take a gun and shoot people Correct. and all of that. You know, that's, that's moral human uh, evil and, uh, all, and those things exist, right? Mm-hmm. You see, it is all related to The creation, Mm. you see. Now, if the creation was not imbued with freedom,
0: Mm.
1: right? Mm -hmm. You know, and freedom means that even in the creation, there are going to be things that uh, promote life and there are going to be things that challenge life. If everything was programmed to promote life, the programming would mean that there's no freedom, correct you see so so God gave to nature and God gave to human beings freedom and and so in that freedom, mm. there's got to be you know things that are challenges as well as things that you know, in a sense. Positive and negative are the result of right. freedom freedom in nature, freedom in uh, in humanity you know um, so so there's a sense in which and you know this might be challenging for some people there's a sense in which um, <laughs> I, I want to say God is... Not going to contradict god's self, you see God is not going to create a world or God did not create a world free huh? mm. only to control it you know or to take away that freedom from it you see that 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 then that would be a contradiction of terms, you know, and God doesn't do that, and so. In a sense, by choice, God has given to creation freedom, wow. Wow. and that means that there's going to be uh, evil, there's going to be bad as well as good, you know. And and so when God, when God in Genesis, when God says, you know, uh, let us make, you know, man in our image. And then he says to man, let him have dominion. Mm. You see, God is saying, I'm giving to you, in a sense, a measure of what I have. Right? Mm. For you to be responsible. You, you will have to make some choices. Wow. Because, certain, because in the inbuilt nature of creation, there's going to be all of these things happening so you've got to make choices as to how you are going to manage this and that is why you know science you know i i really really think that science is a gift from god you know so those people who think that science is against god i have a different view we can talk about that uh you know if, but you see i i think that um what what science helps us to do is to discover the inner logic absolutely of creation. Absolutely. You see, so that we can exercise our God given mandates to manage Mm. Mm. creation. You know, and to 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 use creation for good. Absolutely. Rather than, you know, and so to, to in a sense to 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 overcome The inbuilt nature of evil in, in, Mm. you know, the natural disasters and all of that, we manage it, and also manage our own inner (laughs) energies, you know, which are negative. (laughs) So, so free will is integral to the providence of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in the nature of God to, to, to give us freedom it's in the nature of God and, and it's, it's the grace of God that God does not control mm-hmm. and over, overbearing God is not a dictator not even a benevolent dictator at all mm-hmm. because it's not the nature of God nor does God produce or create anything that is not in in his nature you wow. know so so this is how we come to um to struggle with the fact why does not god you know why did they just carry rid of <laughs> all of these away yeah just you know get, you know but if god did that what would result in creation is a creation that is not in his image right.
0: Thank you so much, uh, Bishop. This is uh, very powerful what you are unveiling to us today. And as um, you were talking, um, I couldn't help but think about the concept of miracles when we talk about the Christian religion. Because uh, if I'm understanding, and please um, certainly correct me if I err in my uh, understanding of this, then in situations where God intervenes in our uh, our daily lives out of say our free will let's say someone who is ill in situations where God does not just allow us to continue in our illness intervenes what we call a miracle those are actually just to show his gracious nature to us is that a, a good um thing to deduce from what you are sharing with us
1: i would i would say so and I would also say that it seems to me that, and it seems to me that the witness of Scripture is that God has given to the practice of prayer mm. God has, 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 has placed. And Jesus says this, you know, if you ask anything in my name. Correct. In other words, if you pray, see, 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 so, so, so that, so that God has given into prayer, you know, to to me, it's a little bit like uh, like uh, the scientific thing, a little bit, you know. Uh, in other words, God has put within nature mm, certain things. If you combine certain chemicals, you are going to get certain Some kinds matter. of things. Right. And, and I believe that God has put in prayer a certain energy, a certain ability,
0: Mm. right?
1: You know, there are some people who um, I I go along with a long way. They say that it's, it's the power of your mind, Mm. right? Now, you know, I, I think that there is some energy in that. In other words, that if, if a person habitually um, focuses on uh, the more positive, mm,
0: mm.
1: you know, there there's so much, there's so many studies that demonstrate. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's beneficial. Uh, uh, cultivating an attitude of positivity helps Correct. one Correct. to deal with issues of life, you know. Um so so I, I do believe that God has put in prayer that concentrated energy mm. to to accomplish certain things. Wow. You know, and so so to me, uh, you know, things that we call miracles mm. to me belong in that category. Wow. You see, wow. it is God who has put grace into prayer. Into the practice of prayer, uh, and and prayer r- releases energies that can be healing, that can be beneficial, that can you know can can produce certain results because that is how that is within the nature and the providence of God. You know, so 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 for example, in James five, mm, you know, it says, "Is any sick among you?" Correct. Right. In other words, God has put something in the prayer of the elders. Mm. Mm. He says, "Call the elders." You see, there's something there. Wow. You know, wow. so to me, it's natural. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. me, I don't make this this supernatural. People talk about supernatural. I say, no, 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 no my friends, no supernatural. It's natural. It's in prayer. Mm. Mm. That's the nature of prayer. If it's if wow. it's prayer in the name of Jesus, is the nature of prayer is for it to accomplish some of these uh, these positive ends. Wow, you know. So so it's not to me. It's not God acting against or uh, God to me. It's not even God intervening, mm. Mm. right? Mm. It is God doing what God has placed within. Creation. Wow. wow. Right? Um, it's only that we don't avail ourselves. And so to us, it looks like God is intervening. But God, God has been there all the time. He says, You call upon me and you will see great and mighty things. Wow. Uh, so if, if we don't call upon him, then we say he's great and mighty.
0: <laughs>
1: if you call upon him, you will see it. You see, mm. it's natural. It's, 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 it's part of the providence of God. It's part of what God has put in creation.
0: Wow. Wow. So, uh, I, I mean, I can't um, overstate this, Then, uh, uh, Prof, that um, in a way then knowing uh, how God is working in your life as an individual, in the life of the uh, of a society, as your family, is yeah. very, very imperative then. And so how do we discern, um, as believers, how do we discern the providence of God? And I will add a second part to that question, that, is providence just engineered towards people who believe in God only? So that's a twofold question.
1: (laughs) Right. Very, very, very good. And, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, these, you know, these, these, these questions are are really, you know, they they really go to the the nature and the heart of our Christian faith, Mm. uh, which is um, relevant, for all of all of humanity so let me let me let me make a a first my first statement is that the providence of god is available for the whole of creation wow. good everyone because this is not only christians who are created in the image of god absolutely all of all of humanity every a uh, human being, all of creation, you see, and God is concerned for all of creation. John Wesley had a a sermon. He has a sermon on on pro- divine providence. Mm. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, you know the sermons of John Wesley. I think it's number sixty seven. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, the title is on divine providence, mm. and his text for uh, for that is uh, uh, Luke twelve. Uh, he says every even the hairs of your head
0: mm.
1: are all numbered, you know. Uh, and then he goes on to, 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 to speak about that. But one thing that um, Wesley makes very clear is that the providence of God is for all. God cares for. God looks for. Not uh, a sparrow falls to the ground. <laughs> you know? God is concerned for every, uh, every one of His creation. You see, because 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 He created. You know, so if he's a loving creator, then how can he not care for everything that and everyone that Mm. he has created? Now, Christians Mm. are called upon through faith to be people who express. Because they have come to understand and have come to experience mm. that which is there for all. Wow. You see, God wants all. And that's why you know our favorite scripture, John 3:16, says, God so loved the world. Wow. Mm. You see, God wants all. So, in a sense, what Christians have come to experience and come to understand, God wants all. This is God's God at work. Within us all, you know, and that's why, to me, it's very impo- important for Christians not to hoard this message, or to, or, or, in a sense, to think of ourselves as being, you know, we are so special <laughs> uh, that, uh, you know, uh, God, <laughs> God has no time for. God has a lot of time for all of, of creation, you know, and God wants all us to be. Like representatives, mm. you see, like how he, you know God so loved the world that He sent His Son. Mm. Mm. You know, um, so we Christians are called upon to be representatives of God, of the God who loves the whole world and the God whose sovereignty and whose um, providence is extended to every uh, being. You know, and so if you think about it. If the scripture says not even a sparrow falls to the ground and God doesn't know about it, Mm. and think about and then other human beings, see God, God deeply, deeply cares for for all. So then, how does
0: um, the the first part was how do people discern or recognize God's providence
1: in their daily life? So, you know, again. And this again is, I think, where where Christians are called upon to to really uh, fulfill that thing in Genesis. You know, you know, where it says you are created in the image of God to have dominion and uh, to do all of these things, to manage and all of these things. You know, it was it was a command to all of humanity. Wow, you see, but humanity failed. Mm. You know, and so God has to send Christ to recreate. And so Christians are recreated mm-hmm. to fulfill the mandate of Genesis, the man- mandate of creation, okay. you know. And so it all boils down to relationship with God. If you want to discern, you want to understand The prophet how God is at work have a relationship with God, right? Uh, And that relationship is accomplished through faith in Christ. Again, it's an act of grace, but it is accomplished through faith, placing one simple faith in Christ. And again, through, I was saying a moment ago, through prayer. You see? So there's no other means that I know of Or that the scriptures or even nature speaks to us other than through relationship. And relationship with God is only developed through prayer. Mm, mm,
0: mm. Um, uh, 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 Bishop, thank you so much for uh, the powerful wisdom you're sharing with us. Dear audience, we are continuing our conversation on this topic And we will be concluding the the second part of this conversation for you next week, as um, by the grace of God, Bishop still remains with us. And so don't go anywhere. Tune in again next week as we bring you the concluding part of this uh, powerful conversation as we turn our attention to the phenomenon that we see around our world today, that people Yes, because uh, Bishop is talking about Christians, so we have to get there. People acting or doing things in order to earn the providence of God. We will be talking about that and many more next week. Thank you so much.